1: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
2: Hey guys, by the way, welcome back to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Yeah. And we're going to slam this one real quick because Brooke's leaving, I'm leaving. We're still like, you know, different schedules. So we're trying to pump this out so we don't have to do it while on vacation. Well, while you're on vacation i'm trying to warm up
3: i'm freezing we went to uh the golf store and got are couple- you guys going golfing in hawaii well we no but we went because my parents house were right next to like a big golf course uh-huh and um me and my nephew and the boyfriend went and got some balls and a couple clubs got and some put her, balls putter in a something something i don't know the name of the other one some iron
2: (laughs) some iron like a driver or like a. a it's not a driver it's like uh, a probably like a five iron
3: yeah and went and or like a went and did some some putting and some played around a little bit
2: you probably got like a chipper or something like that i'll
3: have to look at it
2: yeah if you're
3: he golfs fun you know i want to start golfing more um, no, but I, say so, that every year. I am. So for Christmas, everyone, my parents got my whole family, a trip to Hawaii. They've wanted to do, have I already talked about this? I don't think so. Okay. So my parents for Christmas, like since I can remember have always wanted to be able to do something like that. So instead of buying, doing gifts, just do A trip, and you know, which is better, anyways? Because then you go. I think it's such a great idea. Make memories, and it's just so much better. So, if you have the money, then yes. So, as long as I can remember, they've always wanted to do that, but we've until this point, there's never really been a time where it's been feasible, (laughs) right? So, we're very excited, and everyone's been scrambling today and yesterday. Everyone have to go get tested right and we've been all we've been saying like it'll be such a surprise if out of like 25 of us no one's positive
2: i know right and seriously with this crazy
3: and no and we've all been sick and we've all been sick yeah like all of lacy's family cody's me todd my parent like my parents we've all been sick i was sick for like three weeks (laughs) i know so so no uh, one was
2: no one was awesome Yeah, that's That's where like, hey guys, there's a lot of other sicknesses out. It's it's winter. I know, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) And then you're like made to feel like, well, can I go anywhere if I have a cold? I know. know. Like we normally would have. I mean, am I just going to scrap my whole trip because I have a cold? I know. No, guess what? No. Yeah. I'm coming for you, San Diego. (laughs) Yeah, you are going. I'm bringing the common cold. (laughs) (laughs) Common cold goes rampant in San Diego. (laughs) I and cool. It just shows like my hotel is like the epicenter going patient out. 0. Yeah, Gina, patient Gina, 0. Gina, really. Oh my god. No, Seriously. so we've
3: been scrambling and um obviously the other little you know work shit, but tomorrow is like the last day before we leave and I've got uh another podcast I got to do in the morning. And then I have three phone calls that I have to do an interview and then two phone calls um, for some work stuff. And then obviously packing. And then I've got an email for an audition. Oh, nice. And um, <sighs> is it like another Zoom one? It's, this one's not a Zoom one. It's a self-tape. So I've done, yeah. you guys, I've done a, a self-tape a few times. Um, you as all of you probably know, uh, this is like uh, acting or like auditioning is not. It's very new for me, so there's like such a level of nerves, like nervous, the feeling of like embarrassment and also like incompetence, right? Especially when it comes to really when it comes to like the self tape stuff because, um, like when I auditioned for Wonder Woman. I had, they, I had a script. It was like very short lines I had to do. It was very small. Okay. It wasn't like pages. It wasn't like so, um, multiple sheets of, right. <laughs> of right. and it was just like small and it was in person. So I went in, I sat in with Chrissy Carlson. She was a casting director and we read back and forth. Okay. And I was very nervous for that. So with self tapes, because then I will say this, when you are then filming like I got the audition right went out did do Wonder Woman Justice League that's my first that's my introduction to act right. to film it's crazy right and when you're on set it like you can everything I mean and Gina was there you guys so she watched all this too when everyone's in character and you're you build the whole like uh, scene it's almost easier to like be in it or to like right.
2: visualize it because it's right there in front of you Well, I would imagine even even doing like you're saying, like taking a tape of yourself and not being there, like one on one, you can't even like read the other person.
3: Yeah, so you have to have
2: you have to have a reader. Oh, that's funny.
3: But would be a reader with the self tape. What's tough, or it stresses me out, is like they want all I've read and all I've been told is like how specific casting directors want it. Okay, and it's like for me, I'm like fuck I, this is not something i know how to do regularly or that i do all the time so there's a level of fear that i do have when approaching an audition because well and I, okay there's a level of fear because in in the moment it's like well what, do i really want to do it do i it's almost as if it's like my if it doesn't ease if it doesn't fit into my schedule easily yeah. That adds to the amount of fear that I have of just what I have to do to make sure I get it done correctly. Right.
2: And then I think like, ah, do I really care if I get it or not? Like, do I really want to do it? I know and, that's why I was, I was laughing when you were saying that. Cause like, you know, dang well, you're just like, mm, nah, too big. Yeah.
3: I really want to be like, nah. Yeah. And I've done that to some, um, other ones I have kind of forced myself to like, just do it because it's, you know, helping me get over like stage fright of doing it. Um, it's helping me just get better at it. Even if I don't get it, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but there's definitely been self tape auditions. I get an email and that's the thing you guys. So with, they just come, like they just happen and you can't like that. You don't really have a lot of preparation for it. It's like, I just got the, the email last night Oh wow. For yesterday and it's due on Friday. So like you get like this many days right. to get it done. And it's, it, you know, you have to be on a blank wall. You have to, it's framed up where it's like just kind of like your torso horizontal. I have to be um, you know, looking slightly off camera. Um, you have to do a slate. So you have to do a whole nother slate where it's like you say your name, your height, and where you're from or some bullshit. They like in the audition or like the the instructions for whatever. They explain to you
2: what they want. I feel like you're in like a beauty pageant.
3: Dude. And then in my mind, I'm like, I don't, then how do I edit those together? Or then, you know, I've read some stuff where, you know, from the company that manages me or whatever sends out instructions. It's like, make sure it's labeled this way. And each take is labeled like this. So when they get them, they want it labeled like this. And I'm like, how the fuck do I label it? Yeah. Like, I don't know how to, how to do any of this. And, um, you know, every, every time, like, so at this point I've done probably like four self-tapes every time I'm stressed to the max.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and, um, I've gotten one of those auditions. That's when I went and did the black lightning in Atlanta. And then a couple of the other auditions I've sent in, uh, two, I've turned down to, one, because it just, well, there was one that I wasn't going to get done. There was no way. I was in LA. Um, I was traveling and I was like stressed. I was like, there's no way I can do this. And it was actually one. Uh, let's see. The other one, I was going to do it. Like It made complete sense to character for me. I mean, almost to a T, but the last minute I decided that I actually didn't want to do it because it basically was a... I don't even know if I'm supposed to like, talk about what it was, but I don't know the name of the show, so it doesn't matter. It was for, I think, for a film. I don't think it was a show. And the character was this girl who is basically hitchhiking across the country, and she's really gotten into, like, bodybuilding, and um, she's gonna she wants to go and compete. And then it kind of just explains, you only get, like, a certain part of script that you actually read for the audition. And a lot of the time when you do that, they may not even use that in the actual show or in the actual movie, right? It's just for right. them to get a feel for a character, but it gives you kind of a description of this person you're going to be. And it was, you know, this girl, and it says, you know, it's, it's like there's a love story. There's also some drama because of um, like steroid use and things like that. And <laughs> when you read the whole character and you think about, you know, me and my physique and my experience in fitness and things like that. It's like, it's pretty much perfect. And I finally just was like, you know what? <laughs> this is why I didn't want to do it. And that's not even saying I would get it. I guess i saying that I would have got the role. Right. But if you're going to audition for it, then you better want it because if yeah, in you, in get you get it, it. How shitty would it be if I was like, nah, like I get the I right. aud- get the audition, and I was like, nah, actually yeah. not interested. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks So I didn't do it, but it was. I kind of said, I explained to my manager. I said, um, you know, for years, all I deal with is flack from trolls and people who are idiots that are like want to claim like, oh, steroids, oh, steroids, well, right? And then you're going to play somebody on steroids, yeah. So I was right. like, <laughs> <laughs> I literally like, was um, like. I'm like, the last thing I need, I'm like, you know what? It'd be really cool to play the character or whatever. But what I don't want actually is to play a character that's dealing, going through that. And then for me to just get more flack. Like, let's say I got the role and I play this character. And now I have to deal with more trolls, people that are like outside the fitness industry that are like, oh yeah, I bet she really does. <laughs> <Right, laughs> do." I was like, you know what? Not worth it. I'm like my, uh, emotionally and mentally, I don't think that I can. And I know I'm, this is all assumptions. You guys, I get that. But again, I don't want to, I, I, I decided I shouldn't do that audition. Cause I, at first I was like, I'll, I should do it at least for practice. You know, because mm. self tapes terrify me like doing all of this is really um, daunting and I have I get very nervous. So I decided I wasn't going to do it because if I would have got it, then I would have had to tell him, like, I don't really know if I want to do it or what if I got it and I decided to do it. But then I was just my heart wasn't in it the whole time. Then that right. was
2: Yeah.
1: Download the free Angie Mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If only in theaters, May
2: 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
3: but this one I had emailed back and I've got so much on my plate before I leave that I, I emailed back and I, I said, you know, I don't think I'm able to get this done. And they, my manager kind of wrote back and she said, you need more time. And I said, well, I leave on Friday and tomorrow is I'm and now full of phone calls, podcasts, a lot of stuff I have to do. And I said, you know, I'm, I don't know why, but I have an, an incredible I I get incredibly stressed when it comes to self-tapes because I don't, I'm so scared. I'm going to fuck it up. Like, cause there's, you got to frame it just right. It's got to have the right background. You got to do your slate, like looking off camera. You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to be using your script, even though you have pages of lines. Like right. it's, it's, You have to memorize as much as you can in a short period of time. Yeah memorize it. But then, you know, you got to, to be good at acting is it can't sound memorized it has to sound real, real conversation. And she just said, she goes, you know, we need to, we, and I, as soon as I sent that email, I emailed her again. And I said, you know what, I'm going to, I was like, tonight, I'm going to go over the script and I'm going to, I'm going to try and film it tomorrow. And I said, you know, the, what I'm the most nervous about is setting up a self tape it's making sure I did it right you know because all I've read and all I've been told is like how how important it is that it is specific and it is exactly what they want it's like well I don't this is also new for me uh I don't know if I right, but, but like you right. said
2: but like you said what's the worst thing that could happen you don't get it
3: yeah I
2: mean whatever
3: yeah but um you know and my manager she's like you know we need to talk we need to maybe have a call this week and see if like this is really some of the stuff that you want to do because there's we're about to get into the like the real busy season so in the spring it starts to get really busy because that's when they start filming a lot of pilots for new shows and oh, okay. all kinds of stuff and she said there's going to be a lot of things that you're going to be really good for and then she got my second email and she said um you know, she just told me, she's like, just, just do it. Make sure you film it horizontally and we will make sure. She's like, don't worry about the logistics of it. Just we'll make sure that it's put together. It I'm figured. like, I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Okay. Okay. And as soon as I said, I'll do it. I'm like, fuck, I have to do it. <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> well, now you're stuck. You're doing it. Well, that'll be exciting. We'll have to update everybody. Yeah. Let them know. Um, um,
3: so I will I, tell you it's this character is a, she's a strength and conditioning coach.
2: Oh, Oh, for kids (laughs) i
3: think (laughs) it's like like a a, there's like a con there's like it's like there's a comedy aspect to it and i think it said that the whole the whole thing is filmed like one camera
2: yeah so like i hope it's like cobra kai you know like the uh what's his name johnny you know like when they i don't know if you've seen it but like they split off and he's like super mean to the kids he calls them names (laughs) and stuff i hope it's something like that Dude, my own voice is like bothering me right now. Sorry guys. Um, uh, so we were going to read a question yeah. And answer it. Oh, I, I did want to tell everybody I'm doing something for these, like I, Brooke knows I never do these things, but I wanted to be like part of the community at the gym. So I'm doing this. Like, have you heard of like the 75 hard, hard challenge? You're doing 75 hard? No, no. Daniel came up, Daniel at our gym came up with something. It's, um, the more achievable is he mimicking
3: 75 hard
2: yeah (laughs) not like mimicking but yeah kinda but it's so basically it's like the more achievable 70 day um challenge and you can pick a tier so like tier one's gonna have like it's gonna be way harder than tier two than tier three so of course I'm tier three I wish there was a tier four (laughs) but basically I have to um I have to drink over like 40 ounces of water a day, which I'm like in the bathroom constantly. I have to, uh, I can drink, but only two days a week and not a lot, which, you know, for me, that's hard. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you have to like mostly eat whole foods. You can eat out twice a week. Um, and like some people, like if they, if this is already like something that they already do, then, then, then they would do like the tier two or the tier one or whatever, like make it harder. So, um, you have to read, um, like 10 pages a day. You have to add in like an extra 20 minutes. This is for my tier Mm -hmm. another extra, like 20 minutes of cardio a day. Anyway, I'm on day four um, of of the 70 day. (laughs) And I was like, I was, I marked them, you know, like each day. And I was like, Oh my God, this is going to be so long. And how am I going to go to San Diego and do this fucking thing? Oh, and then you have to like up your protein too. So I've been having to like keep track of my protein. Anyway. So yeah, we'll see. I started out. I'm gonna like give everybody a progress report. I started out, you had to weigh yourself and take pictures, which mm-hmm. you know me, I can't stand. I look awful. Um, it I was 148, which you know for me that's like I usually, I'm usually like around 140, 142. Mm-hmm. So I was at 148. So I will I'll give everybody an update next week. We'll see.
3: Okay, well, you you'll lose those those are like you know 6 pounds pretty quick if it's like me. I was I was 158 a week ago. Oh, wow. I was that's high like, for you. Uh yeah. Yeah, that's real high. Well, like last podcast if you guys are, if we listened to it, it's talking about like my hormones. I'm all sorts mm. of fucked up. And you guys, I haven't weighed um I haven't weighed over I actually haven't weighed I've been sitting around like 148 like between like 148 150 for a long time like yeah like a couple years yeah um and as soon as I started really I had my nose surgery it's like right before that on the last one Right before that I was like 150 152 or whatever Mm -hmm. but like still like kind of sitting around the same numbers and I definitely don't have as much muscle as I did when I was competing. And, you know, two, you know, injuries and not training for the CrossFit games will definitely do that to you. But I had my nose surgery. And then, as soon as I started, definitely from not being able to work out at all, I was carrying more water. I felt softer and I was sitting more around like 152. And then, I had that one workout session with Jake that I could finally work out after my yeah. surgery and I weighed myself that morning I was 152 or 151 and then I weighed myself the next morning after like a really hard leg session leg training session with Jake and I was 154 and I have been I have been like trending up and like now roughly around like 153 155 since then. And I had surgery in July. Right. So you're like, Oh my God, this is my new normal. And it was just, but it just made, made no sense, you know, and kept thinking like, Oh, well I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm getting, I'm exercising. I'm trying to, you know, drink less often, like all these things that normally work for people. And I'm like, what is happening to me? Right. Right. Well, and, and yeah. for those, you and you I was on, and that, I, was, I, was on yeah. I just got off my, my period too. So like yeah. sometimes I've definitely had cycles that I retain more water and I have more weight gain on it. And some cycles I don't gain weight at all. So that's also kind of shitty about, you know, you never really know what's going to happen. Right. Well, and but for those finally, of you out there
2: that like try to stay away from the scale because it triggers you or whatever, we totally get that. I think for me, I'm the kind of person, I think I've told this story before, like where I gained like 20 pounds over, you know, a broad, uh, amount of time. And I'm so delusional. I still thought I was like the same size. And like, when I sat, when I got on the scale, I was like, holy fuck. Cause I just never, I never grew up weighing myself. Yeah. And so for me, it's just a reminder. It's not like an obsession, but I just like to check myself every once in a while, just to make sure I'm, you know, cause if I know that I'm going off the rails, yeah you know and eating shitty and drinking too much and doing all that it's a it's a good reminder for me
3: yeah for me i got obsessed with weighing myself when i was competing and <laughs> i would this is actually almost embarrassing to say i would um i mean to be honest we can talk about this on another podcast but my weight not like yeah my weight or how i feel in my clothes um is a huge trigger for my anxiety and I internalize it so much to where like a lot of you would you would never really know what was like I would be battling internally like Gina would know because I could talk to her but um so I stopped like after I had surgery on my neck I actually stopped weighing myself I wasn't counting and I wasn't weighing and measuring anymore I just went to like I had been weighing, weighing, and measuring my food for so long that I could visually have a good, keep like a rough idea estimate when I'd go out th- throughout the day with what I was eating, and so I haven't been I haven't weighed and measured my food in a long time. Um, what I would do when I would weigh myself though is I would weigh myself. I I was really specific about what I was eating, working with a dietitian, you know, um, training a lot. And obviously your period comes and women are like this, uh, up and down, but I would weigh myself in the morning and then I would weigh myself at night before I went to bed. And <laughs> what I looked for is for making sure, I, even if I knew, cause here's the thing, you guys, I knew like when my weight would trend up or like I weighed this in the morning and then this at night. And I would weigh that for like three days in a row. And then all of a sudden I would have a day where I'd be heavier in the morning or I'd be heavier at night before I went to bed. It would drive me crazy because I was eating the same thing every day and I was working out every day. Right. Even though I knew that it wasn't, it wasn't bad weight, right? It's like, you didn't just gain fat (laughs) overnight. Even though I knew that it would, it would bother me and it would drive me crazy. So I got to a point where I actually put my scale away. I stopped weighing myself altogether because it didn't matter. Um, And I knew that it didn't matter. You know, I trained and ate for performance, but still there was, it was a trigger for me that really bothered me. So I stopped weighing myself. So now I will rarely get on the scale now more so just to like, make sure you know, like where I'm at. Cause I spend so much time not being on it. And if I've been traveling a lot or, you know, through the holidays, like maybe I'm not overeating, but I'm just eating whatever mom made for dinner, or I'm just eating whatever, you know, a friend made for whatever versus being right. so particular about what I can and cannot have. Um, I'll get on the scale to like, just like remind myself like, Oh, right. Okay. I tighten it up or eat out. less.
2: my thing. Like I'm not so focused on the weight. Like I know that I'm not like training hard enough and eating well enough. So like for me, that weight is obviously from that. Like if I end up with upping my protein and all of that, gaining more muscle and I end up still mm-hmm. that weight and start shrinking in inches or whatever, I'll be thrilled with that. So for yeah. me, it's not the number. I just know like when I'm, you know, drinking claws and wine. And, you know, I mean, and I got a belly and, you know, it's like, Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Eh. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, hey, You got to pay to play. <laughs> yeah. You got to pay to play. And I'm, I'm paying, I'm paying the price right now. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so we'll see how that goes, but I'll update you guys. But yeah, I wanted to, um, I wanted to read this one question. Um, again, sorry about the voice. My fiance and I love this podcast. You guys are natural when you speak and care about giving truthful and honest tips to your listeners. I'm hoping you guys can give a girl some advice on an issue that I'm experiencing. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, I got a breast augmentation on June 2nd of 2021 over six months ago. My implants are 325 CCs and under the muscle. I knew that I wouldn't be able to do chin-ups or push-ups for some time, but I still can't do either of these movements without feeling a lateral pull of my implants. It doesn't hurt, but it's uncomfortable. I feel like it's been a little too long for this to still be happening. Um, And then she goes on to say what she used to be able to do, which is 50 plus push-ups in a minute, over 10 chin-ups in a row. And she's discouraged um, because of the uncomfortable feeling. Did you guys experience this? If so, for how long did it ever go away? Um, Well, thank you, Erin, for the question. We both have experience with this. Yep we're both under the muscle we both have around can't remember i told you before mine's like three, we have the three, we have three, like the three, same amount yeah 3, 300, three no, and 300 three thirty and 300 i don't know something like that so yeah it's close to the same amount do you want to speak to
3: this first yeah sure right. um so realistically it hasn't been that long since you had them put in so you you have the whole period of time where you don't do anything because you want all that tissue to heal and you want it to toughen or harden in the right way so that you, the implant is, it stays where they put it. Does that make it sense? In the
2: pocket. Yeah. Stay in the pocket.
3: Yes. So when you do start doing these exercises, it's going to feel stiff or tight. And I mean, I, to be honest, I have, very little breast tissue. So like me and Gina have the same size of implants. Her boobs are significantly bigger, significantly bigger than mine. She has more breast tissue. I wish that I did. I don't, I've never had a lot at all since I was young. Um, so for me, like I get really bothered by my chest because, when I'm doing certain exercises, you are going, those muscles are moving, they're working. So it's going to kind of move your boobs. It's like any woman can flex. If you can flex your, your pecs, your, boob, your boobs will move. Right. Um, but if you have an implant, they're going to kind of move out. And for me, when that happens, I have like weird also striation because my, my, uh, sternum is weird side note, but it's not ob- going, it's everybody going- has,
2: I, I think it's just more obvious on you. Cause you're so lean.
3: Well, my sternum is, is a little thicker on one side. Yeah. Mine is like that too. I just have more body fat. And also because I don't have a lot of breast tissue, right? Yeah. Um, you can, you can, you can feel and in, in one part, see my implant. And it's just like, I'm never, I'm never going to have perfect boobs. Like that's just the, that's the reality of my situation. Um, It will get easier. And if you've never had implants before, you will get more used to what that feels like when you're doing push ups or when you're doing dips or bench press, you know? Now you're going to feel
2: it regardless. But like you said, you get used to it. You get used
3: to it. It's just because it's so foreign and so new. Um, And there is a pull, you know? I think you might be feeling maybe more of a pull because it's still such new tissue that's like been healing to kind of protect the implant in that pocket. And, um, definitely just listen to your body as you are adding in these exercises. And if they feel really uncomfortable, well, don't do a lot of it kind of ease your way into doing those exercises. Um, I went the first time I, so I've had my boobs done twice. I had them reconstructed, like fixed the second time. But the first time when I was in college, I basically, I did a figure show. I did a figure competition and it was, I lost a bunch of body fat. And when my boobs were growing back, I never had big boobs. You guys, I mean like double a, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like little, my sisters used to call them bee stings. Oh yeah. Um, they were, it was like a significant difference in size left to right, like significant. And so When I had implants done, it was really to just kind of not to look like I, not to like give me big boobs, but have like the same size boobs. So I could wear a bra that both of them fit in it. Um, and I was told, you know, if you went under the muscle and there were certain exercises when I was training that you wouldn't necessarily want to, you wouldn't try and max out right? like bench, but I was dancing. I wasn't like weightlifting. And I am, I understand, I mean, I competed in CrossFit, you know, for a long time with implants. I never really had, never had problems other than when you do certain things, they, they move because your muscles flex and it kind of pushes them out. Um, but now, you know, I think about when I do bench, I, I don't really care because I have boobs. I don't really care to like max out my bench. But I do I do work more of like my upper pecs, so incline bench um, is going to be working up higher. So you're not really going to be put like, really getting that pull across uh, the center of your chest and push-ups. Every time, anytime you push, you're going to feel that pull because your muscle is flexing. And that's just going to happen. I mean, that's never going to be different. Um, I think that it will loosen up and the tissue will loosen up and it'll feel more comfortable. But I think it's going to feel more comfortable for you just as you get more used to it, which is just going to be time.
2: I mean, I've had my boobs for, oh, I don't even know, nine years or eight years. And I still like, if I do like push-ups, not so much, I don't notice it or bench, but like um, dips. Yeah having my arms back behind me. And I always laugh. Like if I, if I somehow <laughs> lock eyes with someone <laughs> and, your and boobs my are like, boobs whoop. are just like, wah, wah, wah. yeah. They just like flatten out. There's like in my armpit. So yeah. I mean, if you have, if you, if you have them done correctly and you're, I mean, obviously if your doctor says that it's okay to start doing those things then it's okay, but if you haven't gotten the go-ahead, then you need to get the go-ahead first. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's like pain, but if it's not pain and you just feel the implants moving, they're not just all of a sudden going to like pop out. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've I've told you guys about the dream that I've had before I had my ears done when I was twenty something. Boobs. I have like these dreams where my ears just all of a sudden like pop out. Yeah, they go. And then my boobs just <laughs> fall out. But yeah.
3: Yeah, if you've taken the proper amount of time you wait before you start, you know, doing exercises like pull-ups or push-ups or things like that. And then you're just getting into it. It's going to be uncomfortable because you have to almost like re loosen up some of that tissue, but it will, it will, it will always feel kind of funny or you'll be aware of it. Cause you can feel it, Yeah. But it should, you'll get more used to it and it will start to be easier.
2: And you'll be back to your 50 plus push-ups. Yeah. Damn. a girl. Yeah. Thank you, Erin. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Um, We are going on our vacations. I'm going to spread the flu. Brooke is going to get a tan. Yeah, hopefully. I'm like,
3: my goal is I'm going to be with my whole family for a week. And my goal is to not be on my phone or my computer working while I'm gone. Nice. Because I need... (laughs) I just need like a stress-free week. Well, Hawaii is the best place to do that. No, I will. I'm going to be wearing my sunscreen. I'm going to be wearing my hat.
2: Well, it's funny. My friend just got back from Hawaii, and she went over there with her older son. Ended up, he was. uh, They they know some people there. He got COVID, so he had to stay over there. Oh, bummer. (laughs) So he got it in Hawaii. (laughs) I know. I was like, well, I mean, if there's anywhere to quarantine, it would be in Hawaii. So. For real. anyway all right guys thank you so much for listening don't forget to rate review subscribe five-star rating five-star warning and we'll talk to you next week all right thanks guys love you bye yeah.